0: The Alan Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Now Andrews driving, free throw line pass to Bugs. Her pull up two is perfect. Another Manette there for daring on a little page. Bugs who now has 12 points and the Baylor lead is back to
2: seven.
0: The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor. By Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuel's Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. By the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged.
3: You know, it was kind of amazing bringing them down into the black seats. Like, mm-hmm. they actually impacted the game considering it was like a small but but mighty crowd. So, um, really, really grateful. I know um, there were questions about postponing the game. But anyone that looks at the schedule ahead for us, we play Saturday and Tuesday. So, you know, it's just, it, it would have been really hard to push it a day and all of a sudden play three games in five days against Kansas, Iowa State, and Oklahoma. So. Um, So thank you for those that came out. Hopefully everyone's driving home safely and and not listening to the radio.
0: Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears.
1: Owens bounces perimeter right to Pickle, who threads the needle with a pass through the paint to the cutting Andrews, who hits the layup.
0: Now. From the Alan Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. And welcome, John Morris Show, on a Thursday.
4: Still cold, still rainy outside. Ice is going away, but be careful if you're out on the highways. Highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Baylor women's basketball with a win last night in the Farrell Center. Over the Kansas Jayhawks, 77 74, the final score for the Baylor women.
5: Yeah, great win for Coach Collin and the team, and two in a row after some disappointing losses. A nice, a really, really nice bounce back by the Baylor women.
1: Yeah, they
4: lost three out of four during that stretch and do have back-to-back wins now. The win over Tech in Lubbock on Saturday. The win over Kansas last night. And don't discount that win last night. Baylor's won 19 straight over the Jayhawks, but Kansas is a good team. They were in the top 25 earlier this year. Very well coached, and that was a very good win for the Bears last night.
5: Yeah, Kansas is going to be in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. I mean, unless they just completely fall apart and lose, you know, their last eight or nine games, they're going to be a tournament team. So you're absolutely right. That's a that's a big win last night.
4: Good win for the women. Now they head to Ames to play Iowa State <laughs> on Saturday. You think they're catching Iowa State at a good time? Iowa State lost to Kansas State last night. This is women's basketball. Uh, Iowa State uh, ranked number 12, highest ranked team in the league, tied for first in the standings, and uh, coming off a loss as Baylor goes to Ames on Saturday.
5: Yeah, and they probably the returning players probably, which is a lot of them. That's why they were picked first in the yeah. Big Twelve. The returning players probably have some not so fond memories of last year's game that's in right. Ames right. when they had a chance to win the Big Twelve title, yeah. and Baylor did too, obviously. And Baylor just went in and boat raced them. Yeah, I mean it, that was never a close game. Baylor jumped out to a lead and dominated the entire game. It was it was so great.
4: Yeah. Baylor swept them last year uh, and just uh, whacked them uh, one of those games. So that is the game coming up. And there might be a little bit of um, you know Iowa State pick to win the Big 12 this year. Baylor's the 12-time defending champs. And there might be a little bit of, you know, to be the champ, you've got to knock out the champ. So there might be some of that that comes into play on Saturday.
5: Yeah, and Baylor, this is a super important game for both teams, obviously. But if Baylor wants to make it 13 conference titles in a row, they need to win this game on the road in Ames, which is a, a tough, tough task. But they really need to win this game if if, if they want to repeat again as, as conference champions.
4: Absolutely. So uh, second half of the conference round, Robin, begins. Everybody's played at least nine games. Some have played ten already. Uh, and you say, well, Baylor and Iowa State haven't played once yet. And that's true. So they'll play twice in the second half of the schedule. Uh, beginning uh, with this Saturday, 5 o'clock from Ames. It's here on ESPN Central Texas, beginning at 4.30, tip-off at 5, television on ESPNU on Saturday. All right, uh, congratulations to Nikki Collin and the Baylor women. Coach Collin will be on the Baylor Coaches Show tonight. Really looking forward to it. Should be a lot of fun. We'll be live at Rudy's, 6 to 7 p.m., Coach Collin will be there, and then Coach Felicia Mulkey will be there as well. So it'll be a fun hour, 6 to 7 p.m. tonight, live from Rudy's. Hope you can join us uh, for the show, either there or here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, Men's basketball in the Big 12. One game last night, Oklahoma State uh, completed the sweep of OU. They won 71-61, pushes uh, Oklahoma down uh, to basically a tie for eighth with West Virginia at 2-7. Cowboys get to 3-6 and with the win last night. More importantly, a bedlam win for Oklahoma State.
5: Yeah, good job, Sooners. Way to follow up that big win with a (laughs) – no, I'm just kidding. I I talk about it all the time. We talk about it on the show all the time. Big lows, big highs are always, almost always followed by big lows. It's tough to get up like that for two games in a row, and I think that was a big part of what happened last night. I'm not taking anything away from Oklahoma State. They played great, but – when you come off that big win it's just really really tough to get back up for the next game
4: yeah hard to uh uh hard to do that hard to keep it consistent and oklahoma as a reminder they're coming they were coming off a win over previously number 2 alabama beat them by 24 points on saturday
5: yeah and it helps that coach drew and coach self have a ton of talent but they also do a great job with things like that like obviously you're going to get Hyped up as a team when you play Kansas, Mm -hmm. if you're, well, if you're anybody in the Big 12, but I think those two coaches do a better job than basically anyone else in the conference of keeping everything on an even keel and getting high for the big games, but not so high that you come crashing down the next game and it's followed by a disappointment.
4: Yep. Hard to do. And it kind of showed itself last night with that result. So this is interesting. I I like this uh, exercise. We're at the midpoint of the conference schedule for men in the Big 12, all right? Some of the women are already past uh, the nine-game midway point. But all the men have played nine games. They've got nine games done. They've got nine games to go. I always think it's interesting to look at where the teams are at this point in the season compared to where they were picked, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, and, And let me just say this. If Baylor had found a way to win in Austin on Monday... Uh, it would be a six-way tie for first place in the league. <laughs> I mean, one game's that's, difference that's there. Pretty, a yeah. six-way tie. Uh, as it is, Texas, with the win over Baylor, is alone in first. They're 7-2 in the conference. Then a four-way tie for second place. And then Baylor another game back at 5-4. and four. But one game result difference. And it would have been a six-way tie for first place at the midway point.
5: Yeah, there was some. And you know, obviously, so. But I saw a lot. I've been seeing a lot of bragging by Longhorn fans about them being in first place in the conference. I'm like, I know it's nice to finally get there sure. because it hasn't happened with them a lot. But there's a long way to go. Yeah, you know, that's right. If you if they win, it absolutely celebrate and be happy that you're in first place because that means you're playing well. But we're only halfway through.
4: That's it. So at the halfway point, here's the way things stand compared to the way it was predicted in the preseason. Texas alone in first, they're seven and 7-2. They were picked third in the preseason, so pretty close there. Uh, four-way tie for second. Kansas, Kansas State, TCU, and Iowa State are all 6-3. and three. Kansas was picked second. They're in a tie for second. TCU was picked fourth. They're in a tie for second. Iowa State was picked eighth in the preseason poll. They're 6-3. and three. They're in a tie for second. And Kansas State was picked dead last <laughs> in the Big 12 preseason poll and they are in a tie for second at 6-3. and three. So those are some interesting uh, first-half results. Baylor sits in sixth place right now. The Bears picked to win it this year. They're 5-4, and four, just two games out of first place. Oklahoma State is alone in seventh. They were picked uh, tied for fifth in the preseason poll. Oklahoma and West Virginia are tied for eighth, and they were picked seventh and ninth respectively in the preseason poll. Both are 2-7. and seven. Texas Tech uh, is alone in 10th. They are 1-8, and eight, but coming off a win over Iowa State and coming to Waco Saturday, they were picked uh, tied for fifth in the preseason poll. They sit alone in 10th place. So, interesting there, if you're saying who has overachieved the most, it would be Kansas State. Picked last and currently in a four-way tie for second. Uh, and also Iowa State, picked eighth and in a four-way tie for second. Who has underachieved the most Afraid you'd have to say Baylor right now with the record because picked to win it and they're alone in sixth place at five and four.
5: Yeah, and it's a little deceiving because everybody's so close at the top, right? right. And there's, there's a pretty big drop off from the top half to the bottom half, maybe not in talent, but obviously, record wise, right? You can really see it when you, you get to the bottom of the standings. But yeah, that's absolutely a fact. But it's just the halfway point, and there's
4: nine more games to go. (laughs) That is also a fact. Yes, very much so. And I
5: I would be willing to bet that the Bears will not be in sixth place when the uh, regular season ends.
4: I would agree with you completely on that. So that's where things stand. I thought it would be fun midway point of the conference round. Robin, Uh, let's visit with a guy that covers the league, does a lot of games. Mark Neely will join us in a bit. Mark works for ESPN, and uh, just get his thoughts on – the standings at the halfway point and uh, what he's seen that has impressed him the most through the first half of the conference schedule. So we got that coming up. Mark Neely will join us Uh, right now. Let's take a break. We are off and running on a rainy, cold Thursday here in central Texas. We're glad you're with us alongside Aaron Sexton in the Alan Samuels studio brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business on the web at allensamuelsdcj.com.
0: Recently on Game Time. From the CNC Collision Center Text line, Trumpy says if Tom was a wrestler, not wrestler, wrestler, uh, instead of Nacho Libre, would he be Nacho Grande? <laughs> <laughs> Just Mike. What's happening this morning? First, I want to have a snow day where we're snowed in, and then go straight into summer. You're not gonna have a snow day. Yes, we are. Ryan that thinks deal, we are. February. Ryan is calling. In February. What's happening? Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. My house has a
3: You're listening to
0: ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios.
1: Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar. Or even the man cave. Think about it the most important thing is your roof it has to withstand all that mother nature can throw your way so it makes sense to have the best mcadams and sons roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset experienced professionals using only the best materials so for new construction re-roofs repairs or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think mcadams and sons roofing first and now mcadams and sons roofing are installing seamless gutters they're insured and an a-plus rating on the BBB mcadams and sons roofing
2: Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you.
5: Kaleo
1: Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC.
4: And you're back with us, John Morris Show, on a Thursday. Cold outside, drive safely, roads for the most part, pretty clear. I think folks uh definitely starting to get out more. Have you noticed that, Aaron? Uh, there's more traffic out on the roads here in central Texas than we've seen the last couple of days.
5: Yeah, it was uh, very much closer to a normal day today yeah. than has been, obviously, the last two days. But we've been really fortunate. There hasn't been – we haven't – well, we missed most of it. There was some freezing – the last two mornings, especially in some of the areas outside of Waco, you know, and kind of in the country areas, but we missed most of it. Whereas everyone around us, Austin, Dallas, yeah. they just got, they just got hit really hard by it. So I, I'm very glad that we were this fortunate.
4: Yeah, very fortunate here. So, uh, so that's a good thing. And I think the uh, the worst for this round, at least, is behind us. Hey, we're brought to you in part by the Pioneer Boys, Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Great new location there on Loop 340 South and Highway 6, right next door to Busby Feed and Seed. You know where that is, and easy to get to, easy access, a lot more space to serve you better. With the move, they have gone from 8 acres to 19 acres, and you can tell it. When you just look over there, you just see how much they have. They've got so much of their product displayed and out on the grounds, but also inside, a lot more space. So go by and check it out. It's the Embrys, John and Braden Embry, four generations, uh, four generations of same family operated business going back to 1943 for Pioneer Steel and Pipe. That is very impressive. Think about all the uh, uh, intellect and knowledge that they have with their uh, with their uh, equipment there and what they sell. And if you've got questions, they've got answers. So check it out at Pioneer Steel and Pipe, the new location right there on Loop 340 South and Highway 6, right next door to Busby Feed and Seed. And they're located on the web at pioneerboys.com. All right, we'll visit with Mark Neely of ESPN coming up next segment. Look forward to that. I meant to ask Mark, maybe I'll text him uh, before we call, uh, to see what game he did this week. I don't think he did no, I'm sure he didn't do the Tech-Iowa State game on Monday. Would have been great uh, if he had. But uh, um, we'll see what he did most recently. But Mark does a ton of games, uh, primarily in the Big 12. And so he's got his finger on the pulse of this league very much. And it'll be good to talk to him about where uh, his thoughts and where things stand at the midway point of the conference round, Robin.
5: Yeah, you you will hear him a lot during the Big 12 tournament.
4: Exactly. Yeah, he lives in Kansas City. So he's right there. And uh, it's kind of interesting as we turn the calendar to February, you start thinking about the Big 12 tournament in postseason like they've sent out from the conference office uh, credential forms uh, to fill out for the tournament. So they have to get that going now. But, uh, gosh, there's so many big games yet to be played before we get there.
5: Yeah, it's it's – It's going to be exciting. Hopefully, Baylor can play as well as they played the last, what, seven games? And I even include Texas. I mean, that's tough on the road. You know, a close loss to a top-ten team, those are going to happen. But they And they've still got to work on transition defense. And uh, like Coach Drew said, the the shot selection wasn't great. But you get those things fixed, and it, it could be a really, really great second half of the conference schedule.
4: Yeah, they're a better shooting team Baylor is than than they've shown. That too. They've had
5: two back to back awful shooting nights. I would
4: say four. Oh, really? I would say four. But they managed to win three of those. You know? And caught up with them against Texas. But you're right. I mean, it's I think they're a better shooting team than they've shown lately.
5: Yeah, it's uh when you're as guard heavy and as guard centric as Baylor is, when you have those bad shooting nights, it's gonna be Tough to win, but I think the fact that they've won three of those four games when they haven't shot well shows you a lot about the team.
4: Exactly. It says a lot about the team. So we'll visit with Mark Neely coming up next segment. We look forward to that. All right, uh, a reminder again about the Baylor Coaches Show. It is tonight, 6 to 7 p.m., live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco. Come join us and hear from Nikki Collin, Baylor women's basketball coach, and Felicia Mulkey, Baylor acrobatics and tumbling coach. It'll be a fun hour tonight, beginning at 6. If You can't make it there. It's right here on ESPN Central Texas. Where we'll take a break and be back with more in just a moment. Mark Neely of ESPN joins us after a break. John Morris Show brought to you in part by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. D'Amore with the Great Valentine's event going on right now through February 14th. Check it out at DMRA 4541 West Waco Drive.
5: Where Waco gets engaged. And your ESPN Central Texas forecast brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. They built a reputation as people you can count on for automotive sales and service off Highway 6 at the Imperial Drive exit in Waco. Expect cool weather to continue, cloudy skies, and rain expected in the next few hours. We'll see an afternoon high near 38 tonight. Continued cloudy and rain with an overnight low around freezing, but no accumulation expected outside of maybe on bridges and overpasses. Currently, it is sprinkling and 37 at ESPN Central Texas.
2: Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball, all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women
4: on the road in Big 12 play this Saturday, headed to Ames to take on Iowa State. 4.30 for the countdown to tip off, 5 p.m. tip off Saturday for Baylor
2: Iowa State women's basketball. Join Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malco for Baylor women's basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas.
3: My house says This year's McClendon County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair is February 6th through the 10th at the Extra Co Event Center with more than 500 local 4 H and FFA students exhibiting their livestock. Come join us and help us raise funds for the scholarships and education programs. Then make sure to join us on Friday night, February 10th at 6 30 for the Sale of Champions with top placing animals and projects up for sale. Last year's sale brought in over a million dollars for student college funds and future projects. It's the McLennan County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair, February 6th through the 10th at the Extra Co Event Center. For more information, like them on Facebook or call
0: Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Listen to the John Moore Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. The story of the nurse and the foot pain that nearly brought him down.
3: I feel like I'm giving people their lives back.
0: Robert lived to take care of his patients, but he couldn't do it unless he took care of his foot pain.
3: I have plantar fasciitis. It'll almost put you on your knees. That's how much it hurts.
0: His own recovery started when he got fitted for arch supports at the Goodfeet store.
3: Now that I'm pain free, I can make these people feel better.
0: Can't beat that. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com.
3: Stop by the Goodfeet
1: store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple.
0: Larry sausage ESPN Radio
1: Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor women get the win in the Farrell Center over Kansas last night, 77 to 73. The Baylor women will be at Iowa State on Saturday. Dallas Mavericks back on the floor tonight at the AAC hosting the New Orleans Pelicans tip is at 730. UMHB men's and women's basketball in action tonight at Sol Ross. Women tip at 530, men tip at 730. According to head coach Kyle Shanahan of the 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo will not be back at the 49ers next season. Jerry Jones says Cowboys in 40 Niners are the same.
5: When you look back and say, well, San Francisco and Cowboys haven't been to a Super Bowl in 25 years, okay? They haven't won a Super Bowl in
2: 25 years. You understand that. San Francisco doesn't save Bay
1: Bayer Coaches Show tonight, live from Rudy's with J Mo, starting at 6 o'clock on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center,
0: every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas.
4: Final four seconds will click off the clock, and Texas wins over Baylor, snapping the Bears' six-game winning streak. Texas wins over the Bears, 76-71, the final score.
2: Well, finally it comes to to an end. Baylor outshot its last three games and still won against high-quality opponents. In this game, they just... uh, couldn't withstand that. They shoot it at just thirty-seven percent for the ball game.
0: Now back to today's JMO radio show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton.
4: I like Cud, courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Those two uh, yahoos with the call on Monday in Austin. Longhorns win the game by five. But again, as we said, uh, if. And it's a big if. But if Baylor had won that game on Monday we would, and all the other results had stayed the same this week, we would have a six-way tie for first place in the league standings at the midway point. How about that? When you talk about a lot of good teams and parity and a tough game every night, nothing speaks to that more than that possibility. Instead, it's uh, Texas on top, four-way tie for second, Baylor sitting in sixth at five and four in the league. Been an interesting first half of the conference round robin. Certainly uh, nine more big games to play in the second half of the schedule. Thought it'd be good to uh, welcome in our next guest to to get his thoughts on the Big 12 game so far, the race, and what lies ahead. Man who's got his finger on the pulse of Big 12 basketball, Mark Neely joins us now. And Mark, we appreciate your time today.
2: Hey, John. Always a pleasure, my friend. You act like you are surprised that we have the possibility of a Six-way tie, right? At the midway point, it's insane, isn't it?
4: Yeah, I I guess we should have expected that, or maybe uh, you know, I don't know if a ten-way tie is possible, but (laughs) we're not far off of a six-way tie. (laughs) Hasn't it been crazy so far this year?
2: It it has, and you know, those top six teams that you're referring to are you know are rock solid NCAA tournament teams. What's interesting from an outside perspective is you know which of those other four are going to get in the NCAA tournament, and I really think Oklahoma State. Took a big step in that direction last night, really just kind of dismantling OU in Norman in front of a capacity crowd. Four days after the Sooners had beaten the the uh, you know number two team in the country, Alabama, and what was one of the most dynamic, crazy days in the history of Lloyd Noble Center there.
4: Yeah. Did you? Uh, I didn't get to watch. Did you do that game last night?
2: I, I did do the Oklahoma State. Uh, OU game last night and KU K-State the night before.
4: Perfect. Okay. You've had a full week then of games, so we appreciate your time. I was doing uh, the Baylor women last night, so didn't get to uh, tap into Oklahoma State, Oklahoma. Um, but what What do you, uh, you know, look at it at the midway point. What, what are your overriding thoughts on this league at the midpoint of the conference round, Robin?
2: I think those top six teams, obviously any of the six, are capable of winning the conference you know, we're probably going to see a team or two. Who knows? Maybe even three share this thing at the end. But I think the top six all have the caliber of teams that if, you know, a few breaks go their way, uh, then they're going to find themselves at the top of the uh, at least grab a share of the conference uh, championship. You know, that may be a team with, I'm going to say at least five losses, if not six. And some say even seven losses could still get you a share. And and I don't think that's all that crazy.
4: Yeah, isn't that wild to think about that? You know, the, the conference champion could be 11-7 and seven in the league this year. I mean, that's not that far-fetched.
2: No, not at all. And, and, and I'll have Baylor a couple times next week. I'll have your OU game there in Waco and then uh, over at TCU. So as we just keep inching closer to the finish line of the regular season, the games just keep getting bigger and bigger. But, you know, no question from a Baylor standpoint, those first couple of home games, losing two home games by three points, I mean, really, you, you, Baylor is just a couple of baskets away from being the team at the top of the conference right now by themselves. But, you know, sometimes that's the way the ball bounces in this conference.
4: Yeah. And the Bears have done a good job uh, bouncing back from that 0-3 start in the league. You know, they'd won six straight before losing Monday in Austin. Um, and, and I'm not sure how many six-game winning streaks we'll see by anybody the rest of the way. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I don't think so. It, it's going to be pretty darn difficult. There's just, just too many good teams, and it's so difficult to win on the road in this conference that, uh, yeah, it, 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 it's really unlikely. Watching the game, your game at, in, in, uh, at Texas the other night, you know, it just seemed like it was just a bad start. You know, it, it, it's difficult to overcome. I've unfortunately not, I've been inside the news, have not had a What kind of home court environment or advantage can Texas develop that into? Because I'll be honest, you know, for me, Texas is kind of the enigma in the conference. And I'm not just saying that because they're leaving the conference soon. But, you know, the Irwin's.
4: Mark, you're breaking up a little bit, um, but I, I think what you were saying was, and I, if this is right, I agree with you. It is much more of a home court advantage for Texas in the Moody Center, really, than they ever had in the Frank Irwin Center.
2: I'm actually driving home to Kansas City at this very moment. <laughs> came in Norman last night, ended a little too late, for me to make a drive home, and we realized I don't know if anything happened in Waco overnight, but there was some some Freezing rain overnight in Norman, so I didn't get out of Norman until about 11 a.m. uh Central Time when the, the temperature got above freezing. I thought it was pretty safe to roll on. So, my apologies for
4: no, no, that happens, no problem. Yeah,
2: cell phone tires,
4: yeah, no problem. We've had, uh, we understand that, and we've had our share of ice the last couple of days, uh, kind of thawing out a little bit today from that. So, we know, uh, we know what you're going through right now. Uh, Tell me about if you did that game, um. Tuesday, Kansas, Kansas State. Uh, it, it, Kansas State, of course, won the first meeting, overtime, Manhattan, you know, huge win. Kansas wasn't going to let that happen in Allen Fieldhouse on Tuesday, were they? Yeah. Uh, uh,
2: the KU game, it's Fieldhouse.
4: It. All right, Aaron, talk it's to him. All- Talk to him offline a little bit and see if we can figure that out, and we'll uh, continue with Mark Neely. But sell issues as he drives home. He did the Oklahoma State-Oklahoma game last night. Oklahoma State winning over uh, the Sooners in Norman, 71-61. And Mark did that one on ESPN2 last night. And he did the Kansas-Kansas State game on Tuesday. Uh, Kansas winning uh, on their home floor 90-78 to to get the split of the season series with uh, with K-State. And those two teams uh, now tied part of that four-way tie for second in the league standings, both at 6-3 and in the conference, both a game back of league-leading Texas. All right, what do you think? Try it again? All right, Mark, appreciate you sticking with us. Thank you very much. We were talking about Kansas and K-State on Tuesday. Uh, Kansas was not going to let K-State sweep them, were they, this year.
2: I think everybody that that, that doesn't have the, the uh, name Kansas across their uniform <laughs> knows what it's like, at a field house. Yes, <laughs> you know I, I think that's an. Actual... I'm saying who got teed up in that game. His comments, I thought afterwards, were ones that most head coaches, uh, if they're human too, get caught up in the emotion. And let's face it, I don't field house gets Football, and he says that can affect the, the way the calls go. And he really felt like there were some calls that weren't being made on the Kansas City. they were getting called on his team. I was doing the game with Jay Billis. Jay is not afraid to call out think about you know what he thinks about it and he and he concurred, but probably last now, wouldn't I?
4: Yeah, and Coach uh, Tang, I think part of what he said was, I've been here a lot of times, and I've seen this a lot of games before, and uh, that translated means uh, with Baylor going into Allen Field House and having seen it before. So that was, I think, the history he was uh, referring to, don't you think, in game, Hi, John. I think I got you back here.
2: My apologies, I-35, I'm between them.
4: yeah no problem uh this this happens and you throw in weather and you throw in uh traveling so uh we appreciate mark being on with us we will uh, maybe try to reconnect how about that or see if there's uh Aaron, you just tell me if we have a better option there but mark neely again with espn uh it really again has his finger on the pulse of big 12 basketball look at the two games he's done this week kansas kansas state and oklahoma state at oklahoma so Um, And we'll see him twice next week. As Mark said, he'll do the Baylor OU game. That's here in Waco on Wednesday and the Baylor TCU game Saturday week in Fort Worth. Um, This week, uh, by the way, Baylor and Texas Tech in the Ferrell Center. Aaron, that is a national CBS game at noon on Saturday. And uh, Matt Roberts tells me uh, Ian Eagle will be here and Bill Raftery will be here for the game. Oh, wow. I think that's pretty cool. Now, now, a lot of people will say they don't tune in to games because of the announcers, but I think if it's Ian Eagle and Bill Raftery, people would tune in yeah, pretty, <laughs> because of the announcers. Pretty good team, yeah. Right, right.
5: Just happy that it's on the national network, and like we talked about. <laughs> Here it, we right. go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, we'll yeah. skip that.
4: Yeah. Not on Paramount Plus on Saturday. <laughs> yes. it's, it's not on.
5: It's, it's not on Peacock.
4: Yeah, yeah, Peacock. So, uh, so that's next for the Bears, Baylor, and Texas Tech. We appreciate uh, Mark and his time, but and apologize, we couldn't uh, have a better, stronger connection to spend a little more time with him. The game's coming up on Saturday. Uh, how about Kansas at Iowa State? That is 11 a.m. on ESPN. Tech at Baylor, noon on CBS. TCU at Oklahoma State, one o'clock. On Big 12 now on ESPN+, 10th-ranked Texas at number 7, Kansas State. That is 3 o'clock on ESPN2 on Saturday. And then the nightcap Oklahoma at West Virginia, 7 o'clock Central on ESPN2. So uh, another full round of games and uh, great games, hard-to-predict games, uh, coming up on Saturday as we start the second half of the round robin. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Do appreciate you being with us today. We're brought to you in part by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank, Central Texas, independently owned, and they've been helping families and businesses in Central Texas meet their financial needs since 2007. Two locations in Waco, one in Temple, now one in Georgetown, for Alliance Bank, Central Texas.
2: Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with the voice of the Bears, John Morris.
4: Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show, Thursday, February 2nd, and hear from women's basketball coach Nikki Collin and acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey.
2: The Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's and here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas.
3: This year's McLennan County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair is February 6th through the 10th at the Extraco Event Center with more than 500 local 4-H and FFA students exhibiting their livestock. Come join us and help us raise funds for the scholarships and education programs. Then make sure to join us on Friday night, February 10th at 6-30 for the Sale of Champions with top placing animals and projects up for sale. Last year's sale brought in over a million dollars for student college funds and future projects. It's the McLennan County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair February 6th through the 10th at the Extraco Event Center. For more information, like them on Facebook or call 254-722-2597 Your first word in sports Game time,
0: weekdays 7-9 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas
1: The President's Day Sales event is happening now at Allen Samuels in Waco. Shop the great selection of new cars, trucks, and SUVs and get amazing deals on new Ram trucks, Jeep SUVs, Chrysler sedans, and minivans. Or a sporty Dodge. Get more for less. Guaranteed more value, more selection, more service, and more trade-in allowance. And of course, if we don't have exactly what you want in stock, we can help you build the custom car, truck, SUV, or van of your dreams and order it today. It's the President's Day sales event happening right now at Allen Samuels in Waco.
4: You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC.
1: I'm Ward Wines with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor women get the win in the Farrell Center over Kansas last night, 77 to 73. The Baylor women will be at Iowa State on Saturday. Dallas Mavericks back on the floor tonight at the AAC hosting the New Orleans Pelicans tip is at 730. UMHB men's and women's basketball in action tonight at Sol Ross. Women tip at 530, men tip at 730. According to head coach Kyle Shanahan of the 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo will not be back at the 49ers next season. Jerry Jones says Cowboys in 40 Niners are the same.
5: When you look back and say, well, San Francisco and Cowboys haven't been to a Super Bowl in 25 years, okay, and haven't won a Super Bowl in 25 years, you understand that, San Francisco is the same boat.
1: Bayer Coaches Show tonight, live from Rudy's with J Mo starting at 6 o'clock on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center,
0: every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
4: And back with us, final segment in the 3 p.m. hour. We appreciate you being with us today and apologize again. The connection just uh, wasn't very solid with Mark Neely. We'll have him on again and uh, get more of his expertise uh, on the Big 12 conference. Uh, we look forward to Saturday. Uh, good good round of games again in the Big 12. Noon start for Baylor. Man, we've had such great crowds here lately. Think about that Arkansas crowd or Kansas before that, a Monday, uh, Kansas game, um, just hanging from the rafters, and then the Arkansas crowd was, I think, even better, being a Saturday and a Saturday afternoon game. So uh, two great home crowds, home court advantage for Baylor. Hope that continues. Needed on Saturday with the Texas Tech Red Raiders coming to town.
5: Yeah, the crowds have been great, and I think that that'll continue, and I think the Bears will end their losing streak at one game.
4: There you go. I hope you're right. Uh, would be a big win over Tech, uh, would give Baylor a, a sweep of the Red Raiders in the regular season. But again, Tech coming off that huge win, huge comeback win over Iowa State. So I'm sure they're uh, they're feeling pretty good about themselves as they come to Waco.
5: Yeah, a two-game winning streak with the win over LSU and the Big 12 SEC yeah, challenge in the yeah. game before that. So they're probably, at, except for the very first of the season, before you know some of the losing, they're probably at their highest point all year.
4: So uh, I mentioned this earlier uh, earlier this week, at least. There are three teams. The, the longest current winning streaks in the Big 12, there's three teams, Kansas, Texas Tech, and Oklahoma State, that have won two games in a row. And those are the longest streaks right now. <laughs> two wins in a row, and that is it. West Virginia was uh, had won two in a row. They lost to TCU on Tuesday night. And uh, so it's Tech. Oklahoma State and Kansas with uh, very modest two game winning streaks.
5: Yeah, it's um, <laughs> it's hard to have a have a long winning streak in this conference is is pretty obvious by now, which makes Baylor's even more impressive. That's especially right, especially coming off that losing streak that they started conference play with.
4: You got that right. All right, uh, let's look ahead. Matt Mosley is coming up uh, top of the hour, four to six for Matt Mosley. Aaron, what do you guys have planned? Between four and six today,
5: we will talk with your broadcast partner from last night's game, former Baylor men's basketball head coach Jim Howler. He'll be on in the five o'clock hour at four twenty. Uh, we will talk with Matt Lively,
4: who's back, KCN-TV. yes, yes, yeah. from uh, yeah. Channel
5: Six, yeah. uh, back after uh, some pretty awesome personal
4: stuff—shoulder <laughs> surgery—and um, he was telling me, man, it was like it. it They had to do so much on his shoulder when they went in there.
5: I have had, I've had a lot of stitches. I haven't had a lot of major surgeries though. Yeah. Did he say what, what originally caused his shoulder problems?
4: No, uh, I'm sure he has, but I don't remember. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it was. I think, I don't know. We'd have to ask Matt when you get him
5: on. Yeah. We will talk about that coming up at four twenty, and, uh, We will also talk about, kind of have a recap of National Signing Day, uh, talk about some of the Central Texas recruits, and we will also talk about, (laughs) we talked about it yesterday, but we will also talk about some of the many, many, many extremely, uh, I don't know, what's, what's the wording I'm looking for? Well, if you're a Cowboys fan, you couldn't have been happy with Pretty much anything Jerry Jones said yesterday. Uh It's just it's ridiculous, and I'm so glad to be done with that franchise. (laughs) I'll just say that.
4: All right. Very good. All right, so all that coming up between 4 and 6. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas for the Matt Mosley Show, which is coming up next. And remember, game time. Back tomorrow morning, 7 to 9 a.m., your first word in local sports. Game time each and every weekday morning beginning at 7. with Tom with Ward, with Ryan on ESPN Central Texas. All right, let's share some birthdays with you today. Uh, let's look at birthdays today. Will Quinn's birthday. Will was previously with us. Uh, Baylor Bear Sports Properties and um, spread his wings and flew to Northwestern University in Chicago, working in the same capacity there. So, uh, happy birthday to Will. Now, uh, kind of back home for him, going to Chicago, at least Illinois. So, happy birthday to Will Quinn. It is Beth Ramsdale's birthday today. Happy birthday to Beth. She uh, is a teacher at South Bosky Elementary and uh, daughter-in-law of our next-door neighbor, Steve and Susan Ramsdale, so, uh, and, and married to Matt Ramsdale, a coach at uh, Midway. So, happy birthday to Beth Ramsdale today. William McNair uh, at Baylor. Happy birthday to him. Um, let's see. Allie McMurtry's birthday is today. Happy birthday to Allie. Um, looking, scanning, scanning, scanning. And, oh, how about this? Cesar Leal's birthday is today. Uh, Leal's restaurant out in Woodway. Oh, you know nice. Cesar?
5: I don't know. Good guy. I, I've eaten there, but I, I, I yeah. don't know Cesar.
4: Good guy. Just ask ask for him by name next time you go by there. So happy birthday to uh, Cesar Leal today. It's Brian Black's birthday, former Baylor baseball infielder. Happy birthday to uh, Brian. Matt Rick's birthday, formerly at Baylor. Um, and it is, let me double check here. Yeah, it's Steve Smith's birthday today. Um, former Baylor baseball coach and former coach at Tennessee Tech, assistant coach at Auburn. Um, and now pitching coordinator with the uh, Detroit Tigers in an interesting role for Coach Smith, kind of a liaison between the majors and the the Tigers and uh, college coaches and college uh, baseball players. So good role for him, I think, I was, and happy birthday to Steve Smith. <laughs> yeah,
5: I was about to say, I think he'd probably be pretty good at that exactly. job. No, <laughs> that, yeah. That's uh, pretty much in his wheelhouse. Yeah,
4: yeah. very much so. And he's so.
5: still, you know, obviously in uh, – Involved in the game he loves, which is also awesome.
4: Right in the middle of it. So happy birthday, Coach Smith, Steve Smith's birthday today on February 2nd. All right. Uh, one other one. Who is it? I saw a listing. It's not on this list. Oh, I know who it is. It's uh, Dion Aranda's birthday today, Coach Aranda's wife. So happy birthday to Dion today. And uh, yeah, happy birthday to uh, Mrs. Coach Aranda, Dion Aranda.
5: You had the, quite the list, like I did yesterday. Well, yeah. we both did yesterday. Exactly, actually. we
4: both
5: did. I have a good list today. It's All not right, as tell long. Me who you but have. Tom Smothers, obviously of uh, the Smothers Brothers. A lot of our younger listeners probably aren't familiar with them. I'm not super. I was wasn't super familiar with them, but I actually read a book about their show and how kind of groundbreaking it was, really? and then dealing with the censors yeah. uh, when they had the Smothers Brothers Hour. Huh. I guess that was back in the early '70s, maybe the late '60s. I it's been a couple years show. since I've read the book. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, they—I uh, didn't realize how kind of groundbreaking the Smothers Brothers were I because know. I remember seeing them as kids, and you know, I thought eh, a little corny. You know, yeah. they're funny, but uh, yeah. on the corny side. But before that, they were pretty groundbreaking and risque as far as uh, the comedy <laughs> okay. that they did on the uh, Smothers Brothers Hour. So, happy birthday to Tom Smothers, Graham Nash of Crosby, Stills, Nash, or Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Whichever iteration you want, he turns 81 today. Dwayne Chapman, Dog the Bounty Hunter, turns 69. And Christy Brinkley turns 69. Would she, I think I would consider her the first probably supermodel. Yeah, I think so. Um, How old is she? 69. Obviously, he has a, a daughter and adult daughter now and used to be married to Billy Joel. But yeah, I mean... Maybe Carol Alt is about that same period, yeah. but I think, no, I mean, nothing against like Carol Ault or uh,
2: Kathy Ireland Kathy
5: Ireland or uh, Paulina Poroskova. Yeah. But yeah, I think Christy Brinkley was probably the first supermodel. Supermodel. Yeah.
4: I think you're right. Remember, uh, I've told you this before, but we ran into her and her kids at a New York airport one time mm-hmm. where, um, Oh yeah. This was our family mm-hmm. up there and getting a bite to eat before we got on the flight and terry looks over and says i think that's christy brinkley and i look over and i said i think you're right yeah that's, that's christy brinkley
5: <laughs> I, it's she i mean i don't think you're gonna see someone and be like i think that's christy brinkley and her look, for someone right else. and then it's like no that wasn't her like <laughs> if you think it's her it's probably her yeah uh, it's just still uh still st- stunningly beautiful and almost 70 years old 69 years yeah. old yeah
4: so we, uh, we didn't interrupt. They were eating their meal. It was she and her two kids. I think mm-hmm. a son and a daughter were there. But when they got up to leave, we were leaving about the same time. So approached her in a store right across from where that restaurant was. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Terry just introduced herself to her. And I said, hey, can we get a picture? And she said she was very nice. She was very friendly. And she said, of course. So it's a picture that goes by on my screensaver all the time. It's Terry Morris <laughs> nice. and Christy Brinkley. And I have to tell people, Christy Brinkley is the one on the left, you know, just to make <laughs> Very sure. Nice. Yeah. To make sure. Um, because, you know, they could be confused a little bit.
5: Then you and you know uh, that this was where now?
4: New York, uh, JFK Airport in New York. Oh, OK. Yeah. So just luck of the draw there. But happy birthday to Christy Brinkley today. All right. Uh, we need to move out of here. Make room for Matt Mosley coming up next. We appreciate you being <laughs> with us. Today, stay uh, stay warm, stay dry, continue to uh, uh, just give yourself a little extra time driving. Maybe it's not iced over on the roads, but they're still wet,
5: yeah, so it's, it's be, still be not, extra careful. We, we got really lucky as far as the ice storm that hit everywhere else, like literally everywhere else around us, but it's still nasty weather out there. It's still raining, so yeah, be careful.
4: Absolutely. And if you uh, are getting out, come see us at Rudy's tonight for the Baylor Coaches Show. That is 6 to 7 p.m. This is the Rudy's in Waco on the Circle. And you'll hear from Nikki Collin, Baylor women's basketball coach, and Felicia Mulkey, Baylor acrobatics and tumbling head coach. AT begins their season this Sunday, 3 o'clock in the Farrell Center against West Liberty. So good timing to have Coach Felicia Mulkey on tonight.
5: They will be going for their... Eighth straight national they title, are the right? Okay, time
4: I'm, defending champs. Way had, to go!
5: Had it right. All right. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Easy to
4: lose count when you got that many. It really is. I mean,
5: it's just like that's <laughs> that's unprecedented domination it in is. any sport, pretty much.
4: Yeah, very much so. She does an unbelievable job with this team, and then growing the sport, uh, the sport of acrobatics and tumbling. We'll talk about it tonight. Uh, now, fifty-one schools uh, support and uh, uh, have acrobatics and tumbling teams.
5: Yeah, and I think it's just a matter of time before it switches over to a NCAA, NCAA sport. Yeah. Yeah.
4: They have to have – so they've got 51 schools. They have to have at least 40 competing for a year. So they're they're not there yet, obviously. Right. And it may be, it may be 2025 when they'll have a full year under the NCAA umbrella. Because even at that, then they've got to go through all the
5: – Right, and you don't just – automatically they say hey you're you know you're NCAA now yeah there's a process
4: right so she thinks 2025 will be the first year that's not far away it's closer than it's ever been when she started coaching there were six acrobatics and tumbling teams.
5: wow that's incredible
4: yeah the next year it doubled to 12 or 13 and she cried because the sport was growing so fast (laughs) and they had 12 teams And now there's 51. So she's been a large part of that. She'll be fun. Uh, Coach's show should be fun tonight at Rudy's here on ESPN Central Texas and live at Rudy's. Thanks to Mark Neely of ESPN on with us earlier. Now stay tuned. Matt Mosley is coming up next on ESPN Central Texas.
1: So the things that they can do on the floor are just ridiculous.